Hello and welcome to the She Reads Romance Books podcast, the ultimate show for romance book lovers looking for the best books worth reading. I'm your host, Leslie Murphy, and in each short episode, I share my favorite book list of recommendations so you know exactly what to add to your must-read list. Join me as I explore the romance genre and have fun collecting book boyfriends along the way, because life is better with a love story. Hello, readers. Today, I am continuing on with my episodes that fall into the erotic romance book category. If you didn't catch it before, episode 32 is all about my favorite erotic romance books in this steamy subgenre. I share my various favorites that explore the variety in erotic romance. So if you're not sure if erotic romance is for you, please listen to that before you turn your back on it or return a book to the bookshelf. But I wanted to dive a bit deeper into this category because there are just some erotic romance mini tropes that are just too good to pass up. And the first that I'm talking about today is exhibitionism books. These are the books in which a character or characters gain pleasure from someone watching them in some type of sexual act. Now, When you talk about exhibitionism, you kind of have to also mention voyeurism in the same breath because usually there's someone willing or wanting to watch another person perform these acts, you know, with an audience. So my next episode is going to focus more on voyeurism if you're chomping at the bit for those book recommendations. But of course, you're going to get a bit of each in both episodes. So they really do go hand in hand. And if steamy or spicy romance books aren't your cup of tea, don't worry. I'm going to be returning to lots of other fun microtropes in um, the podcast as well after these. But the books I'm going to talk about today focus on characters who really embrace the idea of being, you know, sexually active in some way with an audience or near audience in some cases. And yes, these characters are not shy about showing some skin and then some. The first book that I wanted to talk about is Neon Gods by Katie Robert, which is the first book in her Dark Olympus series. This is her version. I don't know if I'd call it a Hades and Persephone retelling. I mean, I guess it is, but it's definitely about Hades and Persephone, but set in a modern Olympus, if you will. This series is still going strong and will have a total of 10 books that are all interconnected with the story of intrigue and power struggle among the leaders of Olympus, but it all starts with book one, Neon Gods. Now, I can pretty much depend on Katie Robert to give me something steamy when it comes to her books, and she totally delivered with this one which doesn't shy away from exhibitionism. But to set the stage, this book focuses on Persephone Demetrio, who plans to flee the ultramodern city of Olympus and start over far from the backstabbing politics of the 13 houses. But all of that is ripped away when her mother ambushes her with her apparent engagement to Zeus. With or I should say feeling like there's no other options left, Persephone flees to the forbidden undercity and makes a bargain with a man she once believed a myth, a man who awakens her to a world she never knew existed. 
and of course I'm talking about Hades, who she offers a proposal. She will stay in the Undercity for three months and belong to him, sharing his bed as a means to spoil her. (laughs) So with the idea that Zeus will no longer want her as his wife. So why would Hades turn that down, right? But he also sees that proposal as an opportunity for revenge against the family, Zeus's family, that killed his parents. So they both really get a benefit out of this proposal. She, as I said, flees this heart of Olympus and goes and crosses the river Styx to the undercity where Hades lives. And there he has a sex club. And he honestly has no problems sitting on his throne in that club with Persephone and the two of them performing in front of others. Their scenes in public and in private were really hot. And throughout the book, you also see, you know, Hades sort of surprised softer size, but he is a total dom, no question. Robert also does a really great job at highlighting what it means to have consent and negotiating consent in Neon Gods, even, you know, having them talk about birth control before they start getting it on. Now, and I really love it when an author includes or mentions consent, especially when it's just weaved in perfectly instead of being forced or discussed in an awkward manner. So well done, Katie Robert, for that aspect and thank you for the exhibition kink of Hades and Persephone. I loved it. If you haven't checked out Neon Gods, I highly recommend it as well as the entire series. My next book on this list of exhibition books is one of my all-time favorite romance books and definitely one of my favorite erotic romance books, which is Beautiful Stranger by Christina Loren. I already mentioned it in an earlier episode where I talked about romance books with the best kink, and I promised in that episode that you hadn't heard the last of this book because of the exhibitionism that these two enjoy, and so here we are again. Beautiful Strangers is book two in their beautiful series, but you can easily read it as a standalone. It is a story about the heroine Sarah, who moves to New York City after her fiancé cheats on her. And she ends up meeting this sexy Brit, Max, at a dance club where they find themselves in a dark corner of the club and pretty much have sex right there in the club where anyone could see them. Sarah ends up running into Max again because he's friends with her colleague and the two start up a relationship, although you can't see my air quotes that I'm doing around relationship, (laughs) where they have these run-ins and meetups where they have sex in public places because Sarah realizes that she really gets off on exhibitionism and the threat of getting caught. Now, not every scene is someone watching, actually, you know, watching them. So it is a little bit different, but they use, you know, mirrors in one scene to watch themselves and they, you know, get it on in public places such as a restaurant and even the New York Public Library. But no one actually sees what's going on in those instances. But they do end up going to a sex club. And if I remember correctly, becoming regulars where they can have sex while others watch them and really get off on that aspect of their relationship. This book was just so well written, so hot. I loved both characters immensely and think it's one of the best when it comes to 
dipping into books about exhibitionism. So definitely check out Beautiful Stranger. The next book that I recommend if you like books with exhibitionism is Show Me by Nev Wilder. I mean, the title alone is pretty indicative of what you're going to get in this college romance book about exhibitionism. It is part of her extracurricular series, which is a big favorite of mine and one I recommend if you like MM romance. I love how the book blurb starts with the sentence or a couple sentences, two roommates, one camera, a whole lot of action, because that is totally true. It's like enough said. That's all you need to know. Boom. You know, read it or don't um, because it's about two roommates, one camera and a whole lot of action. All of these stories in her extracurricular series involve a guy who is gay and one who thinks he's straight but really comes to figure out he's not really. And that is absolutely the case in Show Me. Sam, one of our heroes, is a supposedly straight football player and frat guy who's really just this nice guy and total cinnamon roll. And he happens to have an OnlyFans account where he only shows his junk, not his face, if I remember, at least at first. Meanwhile, his roommate, Jesse, has been obsessed with this one OnlyFans account, and he soon realizes that it is Sam that he has been watching. So, hello. When the secret comes out, or Jesse admits that he's been watching Sam's account, Sam surprises Jesse and asks him for some help with filming. And who is Jesse to turn him down, right? So when Sam suggests that he gets involved, first with like a hand job, but then it sort of moves to a lot more. But they're only friends, right? Or that's what they kind of convince themselves of because Jesse was burned by a past relationship and Sam isn't sure if his attraction to Jesse is now just because of what they're doing or if he's actually bi or what. But by the end, they're making a lot of videos and getting off on public sex. And it's this progression, you know, moving from two roommates and apparent opposites to becoming friends to friends with benefits and then true boyfriends. I loved the OnlyFans angle of this romance that looked at both exhibitionism and voyeurism. And that is actually also a really pretty sweet love story so definitely give it a read if you like mm romance i absolutely loved it another romance book about exhibitionism is backstage pass by olivia cunning which is a pretty steamy rock star romance and i honestly don't know what it is about rock star romance books that i love so much but i can't get enough of them <laughs> I really enjoy them. And this particular book sets the stage for the entire series, which each book focuses on a band member. But you get a little bit of all the band members in this one to get them, you know, ready for their own books. And yet it is Brian Sinclair's love story. So Brian is the lead guitarist for the rock band Sinners. He meets Myrna... Myrna Evans, a human sexuality psychologist and professor, when he's really not quite his best. I mean, he's pretty much drunk off his ass at their first meeting, but that doesn't stop Myrna from expressing her attraction 
for the rock star. Their meeting then kicks off a weekend affair that turns into a months-long affair when Myrna tags along for the rock band's tour under the guise of collecting research for a study on their groupies. I loved the reversal of stereotypical roles in this novel. Brian is the rock star who's wanting the committed relationship, while Myrna is the one who's just living the fantasy of doing a rock star and enjoying the sex and is hesitant for any type of commitment given her past history. I also liked that the book explored themes of sexuality, particularly how a woman's interest in exploration can be called wrong or whorish compared to a man who might engage in similar activities. So since this is the first book to the Sinners on Tour series, it does a great job, as I said, of fleshing out the full cast of characters in the band, setting up their personalities for the future books. In doing so, however, Brian's bandmates were all over his girl, even when they knew he was a one-woman guy. He was also portrayed as a private and relationship guy, but he shared quite a bit, which sort of seemed out of character for me when reading it, but the scenes were pretty hot, so I guess I'll let that discrepancy go. Neither one of them has issues of public sex in front of others and seems to get off on their exhibitionism, whether them having sex together or her masturbating in front of another band member. Talking about it actually reminds me that I still have a book or two to read to finish off this series, so I'm going to have to add those to my TBR list right now as I'm talking about Backstage Pass because they were really, really good. Okay, moving on to my next book that explores exhibitionism is Hothead by Damon Swade. This is actually another MM romance, and it's a friends-to-lovers romance that features two very hot firefighters and also focuses just a tad bit on the tragedy of 9-11. So both Griff and Dante are Brooklyn firefighters, and ever since 9-11, when Griff didn't know if Dante had survived or not for hours, he realized that his feelings are a lot stronger for Dante than just friendship. But he hides his feelings, but what he doesn't know is that Dante actually has the same feelings for Griff, right? Of course. But then a gay porn site ends up throwing them together because Dante is in desperate need of some cash. And he's like, what are my options? And I guess the top option that comes to mind is shooting some gay porn for the site hothead.com. It is a site where guys in uniform perform on or with each other. And so he throws out the question to Griff, hey, will you do this with me? Totally disguising the fact that he's also sort of testing the waters to see if Griff will eventually does share his feelings. Why he'd suggest porn to do that instead of just talking to him is beyond me, but you just have to kind of go with it. So they end up performing on camera and realizing that they do have this amazing chemistry and things progress from there. So definitely a different look at exhibitionism where initially they're doing it for money as opposed to a need or desire that they had and wanted to fulfill, but you get the picture. 
This book also does, you know, touch on homophobia when they are out their relationship to their families. But it truly was a really good friends to lovers romance that I enjoyed reading. So looking for another book on exhibitionism in a different sort of light, you can check out Hothead by Damon Swade. And that book wraps up my list of books on exhibitionism. As I mentioned, be sure to also catch my next episode on voyeurism to continue the fun and be sure to share your favorite exhibition books on SheReadsRomance.com because I would love to hear it. Also, don't forget to join my Facebook group, She Reads Romance Books Reader Lounge, which is now live. There you can connect with other romance book lovers to ask for and share recommendations. Talk about our favorite tropes and selections for the annual romance book reading challenge and more. So please come and join the community. I really hope to see you there. And I will include a link to the group in the show notes below. So it's super easy for you to join today. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. And until next time, happy reading because life is better with a love story. That's all for this episode of the She Reads Romance Books podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and found some new books to add to your TBR list. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. It really helps me reach more romance book lovers like you, and I appreciate your support. If you're a book boyfriend collector like me, then you'll want to join my email list so you never miss a podcast episode or a new book list. Just visit SheReadsRomanceBooks.com slash join and sign up today. As a thank you, I'll instantly send you my list of top 10 book boyfriends that will make you swoon. Trust me, you don't want to miss this list. Thank you for listening and until next time, happy reading.